First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Kobe, Michael, Patty, Patrick, Reginard, Nora, Jane, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. I think the judges are going to want to see, they're going to say, we want to see what's next. Okay. American flock. Fabulous. What is that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernez, and we've made it this far, so you better believe I totally remembered that besides all of the CFDA and Fashion Week stuff, that I'm really in it to win it for those fabulous frictionless pilot pins. <laughs> and I'm Nayland, <laughs> and my tagline is made up of pieces of all of my other taglines <laughs> because I really wanted to show all of you, the listeners, something different this week. Um, unlike last week where I made a design that was a homage to all of my other taglines. How dare you, Nalyn? Oh, man. Okay. All right. I'm nailing, and my so... tagline is, where's the lie? Show me the you know, lie. Um, I have to be honest with myself. I have to push through all of my competitive nature and agree with you. I, I totally agree. I, I, I mean, no you've lie. already. There's no lie. Look, Ed, when, it, when it comes down to bracket, you've already beat me. <laughs> I will say that um I you know that's true. Not a lie. Yeah. Not a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I will say what what was going to be the follow up. I don't know. I was going to try to put like a positive spin on. I'm like, but you know, you chose some really great people and I've been a little and I I did lose one. I lost another one. It's been very uh-huh. a, a long time since I lost anyone. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, speaking of the person I lost, we will we will talk about it. Um, but before we do, uh, welcome back, Nalyn. Welcome back to the workroom. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my God. We're almost all out of season. I know. I know. We've come to the penultimate end. Mm-hmm. And so we're down to our um, our final four. And yeah, because I don't think we're getting a reunion, right? 
Oh, no. I was not sure. I was hoping we would. But from the I mean, looks of even like the, the upcoming show, not spoiling it yet, it looks like this was around the time of perhaps yeah, the rise of Omicron. I can't, yeah, I can't see them bringing everybody back to yeah. then have them like once again quarantine, um, quarantine yeah. and do all of that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping maybe there would be some other Bravo reunion type setup where they, you know, they they uh, redo the whole Brady Bunch intro <laughs> with all the little faces everywhere. They've done it. They've done it before. That's true. That's true. They just did a hybrid one for um, <clears throat> for people who follow other things on Bravo Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> There's a whole Wow. Mixer. Oh, my gosh. So um, a little peek behind the curtain here, you know, I, when we, um, uh, when we get together to look at these and watch them, mm -hmm. I um, buy the individual episode on um, Amazon Plus mm -hmm. or on whatever, uh, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, yeah. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and. I was having like the weirdest thing tonight when I went to go purchase the episode because instead of showing me the um, the front plate for Project Runway, it was showing me one for Vanderpump Rules. Really? Yeah, and it was like, continue watching. I was like, I never watched this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you, you probably saw it. I mean, you know, it, and it's totally fine if you want to admit <laughs> on this podcast that you are a secret fan of another trash show. <laughs> you know what? I have so many things I could admit. I mean, oh, talking trash TV, we might actually want to, um, although it's not so very good, we might we might have a, a new possible um, watch for our Patreon viewers. Uh, um. Uh, for those of you who are listening, who don't know, we do have a Patreon um, and we do do bonus content for that. Yes, we do. Um, we're about to come to the end of our um, our recaps of Warren stories. Mm -hmm. um, and two nights ago, I watched um, The Curse of Von Dutch. Oh. Which is a, which is a, three-part documentary about um the von dutch clothing brand that sounds very intriguing well take a look at it and see what you think yeah it's it's um it <laughs> i mean in a way <coughs> pardon me it's kind of what house of gucci should be oh my gosh um it's like there's some serious stuff. All right, that's intriguing to me. I mean, all, especially since you know uh, Von Dutch. Oh my gosh! Like talk about the olden days of the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a lot. I mean, it's about that. It's about how that happened. Yeah. So we talk a lot about branding on this show and what we think about it. Yes. And um and this show sort of shows you how it happens hmm. 
and I'll, and sort of how it's not always such a good idea. Anyway. Well, uh, um, you know, before we discuss it, I'm just going to, I'm act, I'm responding positively. Take and, a look. And uh, this is. See a, what you think. Yes. So um, be on the lookout. We will, well, you will update our wonderful Patreon patrons. And um, <laughs> thank you to you all. And also, you know, if you're looking to join us on Patreon, the link is in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And our other links in the show notes um, uh, will take you to our Instagram page and our Facebook page as well. And um, our wonderful Gmail account where you can send us your hot takes, your questions, and your gossip in the workroom at gmail.com. And uh, this has been a very active tail end of the season, I'll say. You all have great hot takes and great responses on it's so um, awesome. all the social mediums. It's been really fun. So um, last week, (laughs) last week, Patricia and I uh, discussed the final looks of our designers, but we, okay, I'll say me, because I put the cheat sheets together. I chose Mm. Christian Siriano's picks from the after show for the cheat sheet and completely turned off my brain from what I saw Mm. on the episode versus what I saw available because Project Runway is been so inconsistent with releasing images and Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of of the season they were really wonderful about it i don't know what happened but um i know some of your lovely listeners are on a reddit um uh, thread as well and i i went there today and finally saw the person who runs the reddit feed was like guys project runway has been so terrible with images i'm so sorry so let's just talk about the stuff i'm like i'm glad i'm not the only one who's having problems it's not just me but um so i made a side by side because again i did not watch the after show because i Mm -hmm. lost bones and bones is on my bracket and i was very sad it was too soon and too painful i I understand i don't like it so I, yeah. just, I took my time, did not notice, but um, thank you to um, lovely listener. Uh, let me find your Gmail account because uh, uh, I was just going to say Nira. I hope it's Nira, Nira755, who said, hey, hey, these are Christians. I'm like, what? <laughs> Christian what? From the after show. I was like, oh, the after show. So you better believe that I watched all three episodes of this past after show just to make sure because i knew nayla mm-hmm. i knew you were going to watch because you're very diligent about that mm-hmm. um and you know bones wasn't on your bracket so you had no feelings behind that so unless well, you do did you have feelings i mean <laughs> I, do i think that the wrong person went home yes but yeah. i also have i also have feelings about i i think that bones kind of um uh screwed himself hmm. both in both in the design and the picture he picked yeah okay so um i'm i'm looking at the side by side here mm-hmm. and that's also in the show notes everyone it's just called versus so it's the designer's pick on the left side and then christian's pick on the right on the right hand side mm-hmm. and yeah bones chose a photo that made Coco Rocha looked like a majorette, looked like, you know, like a like a cheerleader stance or some type of marching deal. Yeah, I mean, like the idea, I mean, 
I've I've been in enough sort of Burning Man adjacent circumstances that I know what spinning poi oh, are. Okay. And and you know, thinking about what they look like on fire mm-hmm. is a very different thing than what they look like with these ribbons attached. Yeah. And this is one of the ways that I think Bones kind of screwed himself. It's like somehow he had this idea for what this was going to do. Mm -hmm. And um, it really doesn't, it, it doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and it's sort of like, I think he put all of his energy into trying to make it do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, instead of, uh, instead of being able to assess what was actually happening in the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And also kind of thinking of the same, like a similar issue with Coral, where, um, they kept trying to suggest how the camera could get in closer because Uh this is a vertical shot. It's not, it's not horizontal, um, and so thinking of the poi balls as being something that adds a lot of height and adds a lot of just sort of a, like an extra area where you have to pull out to get the effect that maybe, I don't know, that maybe Bones was trying to go for. But right. there, there is something, um, and also like the fabric kind of covers up the outfit and also competes with it in terms of color. It's just not as, yeah. I, yeah. It wasn't as cool. It's, it. Yeah, it's true that that dress would have been a lot cooler. Although the do-rag is also a mistake. I, I mean, it, there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of, you know, um, I think mistakes there. Yeah. Um, I think that, it, you know, this is, I mean, my take on the, on, on the episode is that um, Bones really did that thing that he sort of did in the first um, episode where it's like he got super excited and then super freaked out and Mm. didn't want to have all of the scrutiny and then back into it again. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it just ended up uh, messing with him. He didn't really have the time to sort that through. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he there's some way he thought like once he got the dress he was like oh well this can't be enough. Hmm. Um whereas if he had actually like said to you know directed Coco to be like okay I want you I I want you rooted in place and I want your arms wider. Mm-hmm. I want the top of your body more um uh, it you know wider than the bottom of your body. That's some direction that I think she could have taken and just done that with her arms. And essentially, the photo that Christian picked is one where she's doing that with her arms. She's making that shape with her arms that mm-hmm. Bones was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's really I really loved the side by side for that. And also, again, them talking about it on the after show because Bones is really, um, and I believe so. I like Bones got the best responses from the judges in terms of that dress, 
And mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I enjoyed the pushback against Christian being like, yeah, no, I think I had a really great outfit. I don't think mine was the worst. Um, but I love that Christian got super Christian in even this game of I didn't yeah. like how Let's you guys play a chose. Game. Let's play a change. I'm better than you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. The name of this game is I'm better at you than everything. And also Coco Rocha is my best friend friend all right right you guys right you guys did <laughs> such horrible things to my best friend because everyone was like so complimentary like she never takes a bad picture like yes she can and you guys chose the bad ones <laughs> <laughs> well and i i mean i will say like to you know lined up side by side mm-hmm. christian did indeed have stronger picks although i don't know like like with each one of them, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a crop in. Yeah. So so I don't know like if that was if that if that's Christian's crop or if that's the photographer's crop. Okay, this was a conversation on Instagram. I believe it was Instagram ah, Facebook. Ah, all right. Where um, <laughs> some listeners brought up, hey, I think Christian's images were retouched, and they were. Which I also feel was a Christian move because it's most um, obvious in Coral's photographs because Christian because of the color correction is a completely different color and then yeah. we have Chantal's um, outfit where there was a, a crop in so mm-hmm. I have a feeling like they didn't get those types of choices they didn't really get to choose and Christian's like listen this is what I want <laughs> well I think that for each one of them mm-hmm. each one of them. Like the designer might have gone for, oh, wait, here's the one that shows the whole outfit. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I will say that, that yes, there's the crop in and there's definitely color correction on, on Christian's images. On the other hand, it's like pretty much across the board. It's a better pose. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah. you, can, you can say that, but it's like, but there is a way that Christian knows his shit. Yeah. And the things that he was saying about like, look at how this poet, look at what this pose does with her leg. Yes. Like, you know, all of that stuff that is genuine intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, on the day that you're eliminated, do you need to, is that, (laughs) do you you need to hear your mentor tell you you that? Christian doesn't care. Christian does not care. I couldn't believe. No, it's really like, clear. He got super snarky on on that one. I mean, because uh, uh, gosh, there's something else that he was saying about. Oh, he called Chastity's well, dress cheesy, um, to Bones' yeah. face. Um, but, and, but yeah, and and admittedly, like Christian, um, like the two of them did really have a rapport. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I didn't get the feeling. I'm curious whether or not you did, but. But I didn't feel like Bones left upset. No, no, not like at I all. think I think Bones left with the sense that like, you know, this was a really good platform for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all of that, I think is there's you know that he showed what he had. I mean. And I've sort of said this from the beginning is that I, I, I think he's really limited as a designer. I don't think he's as experienced, you know, he's got all this experience in all of these other ways and, mm-hmm. and he's 
and he's clearly intelligent, but I don't think he has a lot of experience as a pattern maker. Yeah. I was really excited to see that giant denim coat that he was making mm -hmm. and then abandoned. Um, and I get why he abandoned it because it seemed like really different than what he usually did. Yeah. Like something more structured <clears throat> rather than all the yeah. that. Um, that we've seen and I because I feel like this dress was even so different I, I, w I kind of wanted a little bit more insight into how like in like how that was in, uh, constructed because it was so different and it seemed like there that a lot more skill had gone into that because you know although is was it that much different than the um than the Mimi gold dress in the first episode oh <gasps> Yes, I think so. But that's I where mean, that's where I'd been wanting Bones to get back to. Yeah, the whole time was. But, but yes, yeah. But that's where I go to the thing of like he knows he can sort of knock out this really fitted dress. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe he was afraid that that really fitted dress wasn't enough. Okay. And yeah. so it had to have these this other stuff with it. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, man, that dress. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Also, I love that you guys were talking about how these props were, like, <laughs> barely, barely deserving of the just name like, prop. It's like... Just stuff we have back <laughs> This is back just there, stuff we have somewhere. in production. So y'all really did blow a lot of money on that <laughs> restaurant re <laughs> refurbished. I mean, I was just like, when they were like, Here's the stuff. Here's like this amazing problem. Like, here's this stuff over here. I'm like, what the junk? Really? A pile of stuff? You only have like five yeah. people left. You don't need that much stuff. And I, I can't. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. So. No, that was really uh... stuff that was like hanging around Dugal and the. Um, yeah. That like in some storage closet. I would love the Dugal people to be just like, yes, please take it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, these pallets. Yeah. We moved in yeah, here those are know, from yesterday. Our, those are from our prop room. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway. Anyway, what else did you, so what did you think about the after show? Oh, well, um, with Bones? Yeah. Okay. I'll just say that I really, in when I, you know, when I forced myself to watch it, um, I love the game and I love Christian just going off and Bones being so scandalized by all the things Christian was saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so there is this, uh, I, and I'm getting it now, there is this kind of DIY-ness where everyone comes on the show basically to disrespect Christian. And mm -hmm. um, even here, Christian's just sort of like, no, I'm going to be, okay, There's you come on to disrespect Christian, but also Christian is a brat. And there's just this wonderful little thing going on there where Bones is like, I'm just sitting here just listening to you yeah. go off. Okay, you can say yeah. this? You're saying that, really? <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. It was fun. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, time to see Bones go. And that means we have a, a historic a first finale. Yes. You know, and yes. uh, I think it, it's have... very heavy handed with this being hist a historical moment. Um, I would like to think that this was not like a pre-produced thing. I would like to think that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And let me see here. I think I think we have Oh, and before yeah, so so in terms of this, like I want to read um one of our our, our listener uh and and Patreon patrons who has some kind of final thoughts on this top 4. So we have from from Terry or as I love to say Terry. Um <laughs> Terry says, I was delayed in watching. Um, I actually forgot to watch. Uh-oh. And thus delayed in eavesdropping on you and Patricia dish on this incredible episode. The episode was one of the best things about fashion design, editorial photos. I thought the choices of props, quote unquote props, had to have been the oddest collection of cast-offs ever. I was delighted that Chantal scooped the ladder and even changed the design to accommodate it. It worked brilliantly. The photos were wonderful. I used to watch America's Next Top Model, RIP Andre Leon Talley. So mm. the photo shoot aspect was mm. especially pleasing to me. I'm not a fan of the drama of the mean kids. I mean, duh, it's a competition for goodness sake. Kokorosha is amazing and they did not disappoint, didn't phone it in and fully gave it their all. I actually thought Bones would get to the finale. Did enjoy the do-rag send-off though. I think Bones and Christian may become friends. And I agree. <laughs> Yes, I I agree. I agree, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean... I mean, I love the Durex send-off. I really, really uh, love how uncomfortable that'd be, Kristen. I, I, me, too. And, all, and, it, and it's like, let me tell you, it looked better than your comb-over. So... You know, there's whoops. that. Whoops, whoops, whoops. <laughs> whoops. Telling you. Um... Uh, I love how you keep reminding me of that because I will always forget. Like if I don't see a bald spot, I will. I don't, yeah. I mean, I did something is there's that is an intense there's arrangement. There. There's something there. <laughs> that yeah. is an intention. It might be it. It might be more like on the widow's peak thing. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. about the hair. It's about the front hairline necessarily more than a bald spot necessarily. Okay. Um, is my guess. Hmm. But um. But in any event. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Um, so, uh, thank you, Terry. And, um, thank you for reminding us of that do rag send off. And Terry also cried, um, real tears mm. at, uh, um, that the moment with Chantal, um, screaming mama. So we learned. Yes. So that was a really that was, that wonderful was really moment beautiful. with Chantal. And we have like another moment this episode too, where we learn like Coral has a son, a whole son that we've not heard about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, um, that was really really wonderful we've seen so much of Chantal's family and um, yeah in terms of how they're playing out the backstories of the other designers and Coral definitely has it's mainly her mother that we're focusing on um, yeah and not so much everyone else but yeah my my final note on that episode mm-hmm. um Chantal's husband a snack I mean come on mm. incredibly mm. freaking mm. handsome mm. yes <laughs> Neilan is really enjoying themselves with memories of Chantal's husband. You know, um, I love that whole family affair. I'm like, you know, uh, the sisters coming over so that Chantal's husband can go. Ooh, you okay? Uh-oh. Yes. You moment? Okay. Um, yeah, I just really love that moment. I'm like, yeah, you know, this just back at home and really kind of, uh, you know, co-parenting well, well together and a it, super yeah. you know, freaking handsome face you know? it it is really really sweet and um actually it reminds me if you remember um the time 
uh, we watched Project Runway at um, my friend Catherine and Phil's place mm -hmm. up on 129th. Mm -hmm. um, they uh, have a daughter, <gasps> Juliana, who is, um, I think, one and a half at this point. What? Oh, that's right. Right, yeah, yeah. right, they're having a pandemic baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Aww. you know, I it's it's uh I, like seeing that, you know, watching somebody grow in that way and all those concerns and the things that are, you know, it's tough when when folks are apart from them, but Yeah. Um Yeah. I was actually surprised that Chantal didn't break down, you know, because well, knowing that that's something that's so important and something like that like like being away for milestones, but especially if your child might be delayed or have something yeah. wor worrisome and still be focused. But I'm just like, oh, what a what a great family. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, OK, so let's get into this. Episode. Let's get into it. All we're right. back at the we're back at the um, uh, at the apartments, you know, Everybody is having their final juice. I'm glad that they finally made a mention of the of the celery juice. <laughs> the, I, the, it doesn't look I I love this because it looks like Chastity has been forced to drink celery juice off camera. But this mm. is the only time that she was really willing. She's like, okay, give me some of that nasty stuff. Like Yeah. Give, yeah. give it to me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, they, so they cheers each other with, um, the last celery. Everything's the last, it's especially the mm -hmm. celery. Um, and we have, um, uh, let's see here. Chas, oh, we have, um, Chantal and Coral, Coral, oops. Right. Who are with each other. And then someone knocks on the door and hands them an invitation and yes, we get to see that the hallways and stairways of these apartments are nowhere near as glamorous as the interiors that we've been presented with. Oh, you pay, you saw that? I did not clock that. Oh, I yeah. I just heard they're... a handsome voice. I was like, oh, a handsome voice. I don't know what the face yeah, is like. But... Somebody from production. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely... Um, it's not cool. You know, yeah. Yeah, someone else. Um, yeah, I did not look into the hallway. I feel like they just like cracked it open and like, here. Here's this. Yeah, thing. you just get a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, and there's an invite from Christian for them to meet up at Rockefeller Center. Yes. And I believe it's the roof of 30 Rock. It's uh -huh. the private gardens up there. Yeah. And they head up and to find Christian along with Nina Garcia. Mm -hmm. And Christian's like, oh guys, like, isn't this amazing? This stunning. You know, you've made it through 12 challenges. Um, you've outlasted all of your competitors. And he's like, you want to hear something impressive? And then cue the inspiration music. It's like, do, 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 do. You know, 10 of the 13 challenges have been won by all of you all. So not only is this our femme finale, that is a historic moment that Nina Garcia loves talking about. But these are our winningest designers. Pa power hitters yeah winning is designers it's kind of yeah that's because i kind of thought about uh other dominant designers on these um uh and i instantly like when chantal won i instantly thought about carousel from season one mm -hmm. being like a dominant 
winner mm-hmm. um, by far and wide. I think the only person who has not won a challenge is Coral. Um, so I wonder mm. what that felt like, <laughs> knowing mm-hmm. that you're going up against the these three these three other designers who have won ten between all of them. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so finally, the intro to the challenge. They are as the city is always changing. You know, I mean, look at this. Uh, Nina Garcia is doing Tim Gunn's job. So things have changed. Mm-hmm. And just as New York has changed, um, uh, uh, so so as, you know, fashion in the times that we are living in. So the challenge is that they want them to create and showcase their brands, uh, their, their, their fashion brand's point of view um, mm-hmm. in the next wave of fashion. So mm-hmm. they want them to uh, communicate their sky high perspective on fashion. The sky is the limit. So mm-hmm. Nina gives them a note that she wants them to make them want to see their entire collection, wants them to entice them. And so um, Christian adds in, and just like New York, we're changing. Remember how last week we told you that we don't care about hair and makeup? Mm-hmm. But this week we do. So it's important again. So we're back to being real important with Maybelline and Theresa May. All right. They're right. Back. Um, so, yes. So they're the future of fashion. They get a one day challenge because they are <laughs> the top four. Oh, my um, God. They will get 30 minutes to sketch on in the garden and $750 at Mood. Mm-hmm where they'll also pick their models. And yes, there's there's an additional challenge here um, uh-huh. for the film crew, which is um, how many different angles can you shoot <laughs> from, uh, the, from the top of uh, 30 Rock and not include a shot of Trump Tower? Oh my, <laughs> Malin! Eagle eyes, eagle eyes. Because I've never, I have you ever been up there before? I've never been up there. Okay, I'm, I'm just like, have you like? What? Okay, I mean, such a good point because I think in every single shot, um, there is St. Patrick's Cathedral, which mm-hmm. Chastity is using as a straight inspiration. You know, she's sort of in a shot, but I did not notice that. That's so funny. Because it's right down there. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. It's right it's there. It's like, it's, you know, crap you have to work not to include it. Wow. 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 I thought you were going to talk about, oh, how can we take an angle without showing the other film crew up here? But nope, that is an important skyline to maintain. <laughs> I mean, I mean that too. <laughs> like when you're, when you, you're shooting at all these different things. Yeah. Um, but, um, we also get we also have a moment as in your opening uh, uh as your as your opener we are reminded of who really sponsors this this event do we see people man, drawing and erasing a lot drawing there and is erasing? a lot so much loving footage of these of these erasable pens oh, oh my man. god um I, I i kind of forget every week whenever they're um erasing and they're showing specifically showing the designers erasing what they I was like yeah okay, okay I got it get it frictionless yeah. um so yeah so so we we don't really see a lot of their inspiration <laughs> yeah. here it's almost like they you know it's like you wish they had the like they wanted to pay the designers to turn to the camera and go suck at pencils <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like, look at this. Look at the magic of this pen. You yeah. would think that I'm sketching with a pencil because, you know, I'm erasing, but it's a yeah. pen. I'm like, all right, yeah. all right, okay, all right, okay, calm down, <laughs> calm down. Um, yeah, so, so Chastity is envisioning a woman storming out of the trash fire. Out of 2020. Um, um, let's see. Christina is thinking of a wearable garment. You do not like this, but we'll talk about it because she talks about it a lot. <laughs> this episode. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're so annoyed, Neilan. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it. I, okay. Uh, okay. Um, I've stopped laughing at your face. Okay. So, all right. Let's go to Mood, and we see Swatch all day, every day. Swatch. This is new footage. This is new footage from last week. I'm clocking the, it. This is this is new footage, but again, it's like does does Swatch get as much as much screen time as an erasable pen? No. Has has Swatch done more for Project Runway over the years oh, than yeah. the erasable pens have? It's definitely priceless. yes. Swatch is priceless. Swatch is yeah. worth way more than a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. So, but we don't we don't see anyone interact with Swatch. So know. who knows yeah. when that footage was shot? I know. Anyway, Anyways, it's a wrap on yes. Swatch for this season. Great. Bye. Hi and bye, Swatch. Hi and bye, Swatch. So before they shop, they pick their models with these gigantic gold buttons, and Christina chooses loose coral. Yeah. Now the buttons are back. Yeah. <laughs> We're done Where's with all those the, combs. We're done with the combs, okay? <laughs> all right. This episode isn't specifically about black hair, all right? Right. So we're done with the combs, all right? So. <laughs> oh my god. They're saving that for I don't know the the next prop for next year, an unconventional challenge. So mm-hmm. um, so Christina chooses the model loose. Coral snatches at Mimi. Chantal mm-hmm. chooses definitely, definitely Dee Dee, and Chastity mm-hmm. has never worked with Sarah, so so Chastity chooses Sarah for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so much for uh, full figured models. Yes, no one, no one chose. Um, uh, oh gosh, I forgot, I forgot her name. But no, yeah, none of the full figured models. Um, right. Who uh, actually Chantal was one of them was Chantal's first model um and yeah n- uh no no so um we have the designers running through mood christina is going after baby blue denim to make jeans and is inspired by a waving american flag she saw somewhere <coughs> from up on the roof uh i mean i don't really know yeah there yes must be <coughs> i mean she does say something that is um, that is kind of funny, which is um, in America, there are these flags everywhere. <laughs> like everywhere you look, the American flag is someplace. She's, she's like, this is not which, this this is not something that I see in other places. There's just yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so accurate. But but yes. And um, yeah, she picks everybody's favorite baby blue denim. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I this is this weird segment where Christian does his best to fuck with everybody. I'm telling you. Um there's a there is a pattern like, happening. 
yeah. where Christian creeps up behind the designers and just goes, ugh, black, ugh, right. navy, ugh, nude. And that's all Christian mm-hmm. has to say. Christian yeah. is on a color terror. Yeah, today. whatever you've picked out is wrong. And it's really so there's this moment with Christina, um, uh, this is later on, where <laughs> Christina knows what she wants to do and mm-hmm. is choosing different types of blues and reds and whites, you know, because it's the flag. And then right. um, uh, has 15 bolts of different types of blue patterns when Christian finds her to harass mm-hmm. her. And it's like, oh, seriously? 15 blues? And Christina's like, no. No, you cannot. Yeah. Fuck off, Christian. You cannot yeah. do this to me. You cannot. And Christian's yeah. like, wait, what am I? Wait, why are you kicking me? Like, Christian has this, like, kick puppy look. But then we yeah. come back from the commercial, and it's right back to, like, you have to do a different color. You've done blue here. Mm-hmm. You've done blue there. You've done blue everywhere. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, Christian. It was it was particularly annoying this time because there are only four. And so there's more Christian is annoying there- time. Yeah, there's more time. There's more time with him doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in his Nancy Reagan red power suit, um, it, you know, it, it it's um, it's uh, it is. It's really weird, and he does like this whole. It's a little gaslighty, you know. It's a little like yeah. Okay. Question, like in honor of the fact that we have all female designers. Yes. I'm now going to like make them question the, all of their choices. Yes. And like even like there it was interesting the interaction with Coral because Coral has gotten into, I mean, you know, she's just like, I, you told me not to do black. So I'm not right. doing black. And so Coral's thing is she's, you know, she shows us she's done red. She's done a lot of black. And I, mm-hmm. she does what I call the color Leah Sweeney. So that's mm-hmm. like the, the the color she did for that housewife. And yellow right. from last week. Mm-hmm. And so what is up with Christian coming around and yelling at her for this? And she goes, listen, I got this trim that I really like. And I'm matching mm-hmm. the color. I'm matching it. And he's just like, oh, people, what is wrong with you? And it's yeah. just like all of them have to build up that wall yeah. to really focus and it's just the least helpful thing yeah. you can do is just and i guess i get that it's color. like oh fight for your idea like like fight for your ideas is the thing that sort of underlies it but it's like come on yeah yeah um he kind of does that this whole episode in a way where i'm like oof like this this is the last challenge i think this is too much um, mm-hmm. especially for a one day challenge that means so much. So, um, anyway, so Christian calls time and also gives them a special announcement that when they get back to the workroom, there are some incredible people waiting for you from the CFDA and they're here with advice and real world fashion industry leadership. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, and the other thing we find out, um, uh, is do we find that out here or do we find it out at Rockefeller that they're going to have seamstresses? Oh, yes. They're going to have help. Yes, yes. For the, for, for the first time. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, since it's a one-day challenge, but it's not as bad because they mm-hmm. will have help. Um, yeah, they've done this before, right? This is this is like a Back to Bravo feature. Because I, I get, kind of get is mixed it? up with making the cut. 
I don't think no, I think that I I think that's a making the cut thing. Yeah. I don't think it's a I don't think it's been a Bravo thing at all. Yeah, because I wonder I think, if the last episodes I can't remember. If they all have gotten help in the last couple of Bravo episodes. Usually if they get help, it's help for the finale and it is previously eliminated designers. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. So that we can have the tension of like, oh my God, who am I going to be working with that yeah. I is going to mess up my design. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds more typical. This was just like, oh, making the cut is yeah taking some notes um because we don't really get to talk to them either like at least we get to mm-hmm. see their faces i'm making a cut you know they're they're actually magical elves that come in at night um yeah so they go back to the workroom and i just had to note that thank goodness they were able to go home and change clothes before they <laughs> talk with these people um so they, they come on in and we meet sarah koslowski who is the CFDA VP of Education and Sustainability Initiatives, mm-hmm. and Tanique Bernard, who is a publicist and founder of Tanique Bernard Consulting. I wrote all of this down. So, <laughs> so um, Tanique is uh, actually a publicist for Brandon Maxwell's brand, Ma- uh, Brandon Maxwell's label, and uh, is a 14-year veteran. Mm. So, yeah, they kind of and, like... And is sort of the powerhouse of this meeting. Yes. I think has the most practical and real world and, and like very condensed um, bullet points. Like Tanique speaks in bullet points, which I was like, wow, that is so ridiculously helpful because um, they lay out what they're going to talk about, that they're going to ask them to talk about their brands. You love that word and their creative stories. And um, they're going to share with them that, like what they think is kind of important for them that, that, you know, mm-hmm. essentially, essentially they're like, we're going to look for some thread of cohesiveness and what you're making. And to right. me, like lays it out where she's like, you know, if you haven't have your voice together, if you have your story straight, then here's, yeah, I wrote it down. She says, she, she goes, uh, I'm here. What I want is okay so what i want from you is to know or basically get your voice together let me get my voice together where she says Mm -hmm. know what you want and what you want the world to know about you solidify your identity and then apply that to practical items i was like wow that is really like like a very um uh very pointed idea around essentially how to how to market an emotion essentially Mm -hmm. like we're asking you Mm -hmm. to be so um conceptual and and put yourselves into it so individual but also how do you you know make mass produced items out of something that is kind of ephemeral right and and blessedly no mention of who is your girl and where is she going (sighs) yep yes yes that is actually really refreshing because it's kind of like outside of project runway who says that Right. Nobody. I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming since they didn't say it, then, you know, maybe not. Um, I will say that I, at the very beginning of this episode, was very skeptical about them doing something like this during a work day because Mm -hmm. I just did not like that it's a very busy, stressful day and they're going to have to Mm -hmm. take out time to go and speak with these women. And is that helpful or not? And I was kind of convinced that, yes, this was helpful for them. 
Mm -hmm. um, because they're going to meet them on the runway and they've set up everyone's past garments, sort of like a retrospective in a way. Right. And um, uh, so they get a chunk of time with Coral first. And again, like we learn a little bit more about Coral's mom, who Mm -hmm. um, Coral offers only tells other people that she's proud of Coral and doesn't tell Coral to her face. And um, I can't imagine, like, what <laughs> what parent would ever do that? I mean, a lot of them. <laughs> Just say a lot of them. I'm being a little facetious. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the joys <sighs> that... Um, uh, of being of of like running educational programs uh-huh is that i get to meet the parents of creative folks who will walk up to me and be like at somebody's opening uh-huh and be like you know themselves and be there meeting the teacher mm-hmm. and and i'm like and i it, when it's best, I'm standing there with them and with the person, and I go, "You, you must be incredibly proud of them." Uh huh. You must be. You, uh-huh. it's, this is so. This is so wonderful. I love. You know. You must be such a fan of them. <laughs> it sounds like such a shove. You must be right. Uh, yeah. You must <laughs> yes. be proud. Yeah. I in my head, I'm just like, oh my gosh. I hope Neil never met my parents. I hope you never met my parents. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember meeting your parents. Okay, good. But I good. feel like did they come to the opening of your show? Uh, they came to graduation. All right. So then I met them at graduation. I don't think you did. I I don't think I. I'm kind of hoping that you didn't. In my yeah, I'm just you know like I don't care if they if they hear this, but I'm like yeah yeah I'm kind of hoping that you didn't. <laughs> Why? <laughs> my parents. Yeah. No. Like they're they're not the uh the easiest. And uh-huh. the, the most complimentary, um, I will say that that my mom uh, was very much like, "What is what is this like? Yeah, am, like what to is you. Going on here? She's you know? saying that to you. Sure, that's 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 the point. Oh, okay. That's okay. like in the same in the same way with Coral's <laughs> parent, with Coral's mom, can't ever and won't ever say it to her directly. Yeah, yeah. I my power as the as the director of the program is to like you know hopefully lock both of you in the same place where they are forced (laughs) to admit that they are proud of you in front of you even though they would never say it to you directly okay now i get it (laughs) now i get it that's why i'm saying you must be proud of her yes (laughs) say it after me (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad that you recognize that as one of your superpowers uh it's yeah. one of the most fun parts of my job because parents can never say it to their kids. Yeah. You know, little aside here, if you're a parent and you have a creative child, tell them you're proud of please, them. Please, please do. Yeah. You, you know, even if you don't get what they do or what they make, yeah. just say like, you know yeah. what, I don't get this, but this is amazing. I'm glad you're making yeah. it. It's wonderful. Yeah. In part, you're responsible for them doing it. Yes. So acknowledge that. Yes, just, you know, stick your foot in it. Just go there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because I also think, you know, we know about Coral's background in terms of being inspired by her mother, but also um, 
uh, it being very complicated, like really mixed up emotionally because there is a lot of pain associated with fashion with her mother. And, and she's so, forging a way, forging a yes. new way in terms of how to think about making clothes. So it's, yeah. it's there's a lot up in there. Yeah, and the, and the thing that's painful for her to hear is dressmaker. Yes. Right, because that's the thing that's really associated with her mom. The thing hmm. that I wish got um, fleshed out a little bit is that um, Coral talks about herself like the thing that she lands on in terms of the look that she's making is that it's ethnic and that, and that she's an ethnic mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if that's like, okay, wait, is her family in like indigenous in Mexico? Is yes. that what we're talking about? Yes. Or is there, it's like there it's, it's not really made clear. Yes. Um, and so I, I wish that there had been like a moment where a producer sort of asked her about that instead of like just letting that float out there in the, in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote that down too. Cause I, this is a, a, another pet peeve of mine because the, like Sarah and Tanique kind of said, I think things that we've been saying all season about her work that, the macrame um, really pops when there's a color, you know, because I think they pointed to the black and how it might get lost or the detail might get lost there. But they really liked this integration of this macrame with a modern style mm-hmm. and really encouraged her to do that. And we have Sarah bringing in the, you know, when you put in your personal history, um, it will, you know, uh, create some depth and dimension there. And yeah, for me, yeah, my like the pet peeve around being ethnic without this explanation is that it goes unquestioned because the word ethnic is kind of unwittingly and um, silently centering white or perhaps right. like in Coral's right. perspective, I, you know, perhaps American because she is Mexican. Right. So there's just this weird thing that where I'm like she's decentering herself in a way yeah. where I was wondering in Mexico like what is your heritage in, in right. Mexico and what are you acknowledging and like specifically that you're you know yeah. leaning into yourself so because I think you know what I, I loved about this is she's going back to this warrior woman and is specifically and historically a Mexican warrior woman with the macrame and so it's this is, I feel like the most, uh, uh, oh gosh, the, the least apologetic she's been about it. Um, where it's not coming from this perspective of like, I don't do this. I do this thing. And also mm-hmm. it looks yes. like the macrame is more intricate, more ambitious, and also mm-hmm. more, um, integral to the actual design rather it being yes. like, Oh, should I, should I not? Should I? And so she's doing it. I'm like, okay, great, great. Do yeah. That. You know, but yeah. Yeah. So then, um, we go to Christina. Yes. So, um, Christina starts. Yeah. So, so Christina starts off showing the, um, like your streetwear and different prints and showing how convertible and modular the clothes are. And, Mm -hmm. um, they pretty much are just like, so tell us what this is. Like, what is, 
what is your aesthetic? Right. And she's like, oh, I'm playful. It's modern. It's uh, 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 flexible. I don't know. Um, and Tanika's like, I agree with you. Yes. Um, and your signature, essentially, the two of Tanika and, and Sarah agree, is this prince with really cool draping. Mm-hmm. And that can be like a, a brand thing. But the two of them were very much about like, you know, when you get a little bit bigger, think about those prints and how they don't really work. Um, it just felt straightforward. But Christina was so thrilled and like a completely different person after this. And this is where I was convinced that, OK, maybe this is OK for them to be talking to these women on a very stressful day. Mm-hmm. Because I think it it helps. It, it helped Christina and it definitely, I think, um, ends up helping Coral as well. Mm-hmm. And um, and next we have Chastity. So Chastity goes out next. And Chastity goes through her works and she points out her favorite things. And she's like, this is my streetwear one. And they're just like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And she goes, and then this is the one from the hair challenge. This is my favorite one. I go, okay. I just kind of got the <laughs> – I got the feeling of like, that's your favorite one? All right. All right. We think the other ones are great. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, all- this goes back to the thing with, um, with, um, you know, Bones and Christian. Mm. Like, Bones couldn't believe that Christian was like talking down Chastity's dress from that challenge. Yes. But it, he wasn't wrong. No. Like, it's not, it's, it is, um, it's, it's not, it was not good. The, you know. No. Um, it was, an, it was, you know, ice skatery. Um, she loves beading. She loves sparkles. And yeah. this, the, the dress from the hair challenge had a lot of sparkles on it that neither Sarah nor Tanique said anything about that yeah. made it on camera. And I would have loved to. You know, no, t- there's no time. There's no time for that. Yeah. But what they did say is they directed her towards the Fashion Council in Houston. And I want to hear a little bit more about that. This is sort of the only one where they're like, oh, yeah, you're in Houston, so you can go to those people. So I was wondering, right. oh, is that because there is such a large, there's like a CFDA equivalent in Houston. Mm-hmm. And you can't really say that about other places, like mm-hmm. not Florida or not wh- wherever Coral's from or you know, Christina's in New York. I mean, also I think like when we, when we get right down to it, you know, Chastity is like, she was super psyched about the housewife challenge Mm -hmm. because those really are the women that she thinks about designing for. Good point. Like, like, and so it's like, yeah, of course there's a CF, or there's like this you know these two women know exactly like oh yeah this is you're from houston like this is exactly (laughs) this is like this is houston power dressing that's what you like to do you should go talk to those people there will like you know they will really support you in this this is what you do yeah um yeah i thought that was really interesting and 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 kind of telling and also because, like, mm-hmm. Brandon's from Texas as well. So I thought, I'm like, oh, is that like a, huh, this is, this is like an interesting reference in that mm-hmm. way. Um, let's see here. So Chassie leaves. 
Mm-hmm. And we see, we have a quick cut of Christina just like smiling at the sewing machine where I'm like, wow, I feel like these mm-hmm. meetings are doing such a good job emotionally for these mm-hmm. designers. Um, and the next person to talk on the, on the runway with them is Chantal. Mm-hmm. And they all really like everything that Chantal's made. And Sarah even pulls Chantal's very first outfit from mm-hmm. the rack. And I kind of thought, wow, like sh- that must have great hanger appeal because I wasn't wowed by it on the model, but it must Me look neither. great on the hanger. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I, I think maybe it's like, it's such a smart detail or they're sort yeah. of talking about what a smart detail it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, they're really, they, they, they really zoom in on that. And then, yeah. you know, we see this footage of these other things and it's like, yeah, man, Chantal is like, like so solid. intense in terms of, yeah. Really solid. Very, very solid. Um, and so, but a lot of stuff. So I think, so their main critique for her is just to distill down your, your design, essentially edit it down to your best ideas and then amplify those things mm-hmm. um, because she can do a lot because she was like I like couture and she showed the couture gown she made right. Um, right. she's made a couple of couture like gowns this season um, so editing 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 um, and I I think this is where um, I think this is our last person um, yeah that's it yeah yeah and then it's and then it's back into the room and back into the workroom and Christian shows up for like their last their last meeting with everybody. Yes. And and does that an irritating thing of like you seem really nervous. Why are you nervous? It's like because you're about to tell me that I need to totally rethink this Exactly. one day challenge that I'm supposed to be doing. Uh so uh, Coral is just like, so I'm choosing natural color of cotton. Uh, that's why this is this color. Like just kind yeah. of putting him off. Um, and also Coral's never won any challenges. So she's really worried about that and um, brings up her son that we haven't heard about until mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. And um, but also offers that she is going to work on this macrame asymmetrical dress with a chiffon skirt. Mm-hmm. And then also wants to make a jacket. And Christian asks, do you need it? Because Mm -hmm. this is something that Christian says to to everyone, just reminding everyone what the challenge is and what the judges are looking for, which I thought, good job, Christian. This Mm -hmm. is what you're here for. Just like focusing them on what's next, because essentially like the the judges really want to see something that you've not already done. They're thinking about the future, this next, next, next thing. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's Coral. Yeah. So Christian, it, I mean, this is a little bit of a change up because he's Mm. kind of doing this thing of, um, why are you so nervous? And, and then being, and then like giving them the compliment, like what you do is so great. Like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, because he goes to chastity next who Mm -hmm. is just filled with emotions and probably has been on the verge of tears all day um and uh he says like yeah what you're what you're doing is so cool um it's not that perfect maybe this 
a not symmetrical, imperfect thing could be mm-hmm. the next thing for you because it's not so done, then it leans away from being cliche, meaning mm-hmm. cheesy. Like you've been calling her cheesy behind her back. <laughs> trying to get her yeah. back from the cheesy cliff and um and and keep it simple. So mm-hmm. um so so that's like, you know, a really nice interaction with with chastity. And then we have Christina where of course she's doing this American flag thing and uh Christian tells her, "Hey, you've done this before." Because as she's sort of draping some Thank stuff, you. Uh she's like, "Oh, uh, the top is going to be this red stripe fabric, and I'm doing this crisscross with ribbons. He's like, you've 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 done that. No, no, no. It's going to be different because it's going to have this little thing on the side. It's still the same. Oh, it is. And <laughs> yeah, it's like not only have you done that, not only have you done that once, you've literally done it like three times. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like in the retrospective, like this is my other thing with Christina is that I feel it's the same problem as Bones. Yeah. Like yeah. Like a drawstring and and a hanging ribbon can cover up for a lot of tailoring issues. Yeah. And these sort of like big blousy things that are on one shoulder and then there's a bandeau top mm-hmm. and either there's a there's a skirt or there's pants below. Mm-hmm. It's like how many times are you going to send this down the runway it makes me think again about what patricia said last week that christina is sort of suffering from having gone to such a top fashion school mm-hmm. that there are these design issues but the judges are completely missing out telling her what christian is saying right now like we've seen this before um, and what for Bones would translate into lack of skill for Christina, it's, oh, you're modern, so modern. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think you're totally right um, about that. And I think I because I felt like, well, maybe she'll listen this time because Christian is so adamant about, again, what's next? They want you to see something. They want to see something right. different. And she goes, oh, different. Oh. Right, it's like, oh, Ooh. I'm giving them a retrospective of everything I've made. Yeah, yeah. You know, a re- <sighs> come on. You, you haven't been here long enough to do a retrospective. Just saying, like, come on. Um, they haven't seen enough from you to do retrospective. Well, it's a little bit like, okay, here's all of the things that they liked. Yes. So I'm going to put them all in one outfit. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that feels a little um, immature to me. Yeah. And spoiler alert, she does not listen to Christian. No. She just does the same. She does it. She does it. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, then we have Chantal, who's drowning in pattern paper mm-hmm. and essentially is making like a custom suit for Dee Dee. So, so Chantal's next is thinking, is thinking more about gender fluid clothing because this is sort of referencing the suit that she made for Dee Dee during the floral challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is sort of like, a re up on that, but she's got a lot of work to do um, yeah. because she wants to show what she's capable of. So she's doing like a really intricate pattern here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for them. It's time for the model fitting. Models come in. Models come in and Mimi leads the way. 
Mimi and Didi come in with like really long flowing hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mimi struts in with a purpose that is kind of intimidating to me. I'm like, I don't <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, like Mimi's always like the most professional. We find out later on the after show, like how fucking professional Mimi is. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Chantal has nothing to fit Didi. So there's a little bit of drama there, but um, uh, she's trying to fit the pants and Christian's like that pants look see-through and Chantal just kind of goes like, Oh, you, I, I'll put in the lining. I'll put in the lining, which I, I think is just amazing. Um, because to me, right. I'm used to seeing a designer kind of melt under having to do one extra thing. And mm-hmm. Chantal's like, oh, yeah, no, I'll just I'll just put in the lining. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see here. Chastity is, again, very, very, very stressed out. So, of course, Christian has to come up behind her and ruin her day. Mm-hmm. Um, they have kind of a bead fight where Chastity is beating again, like mm-hmm. beating the um, the edges of this uh, design. Right. So Christian brings her out. It's like, come stand next to me and look at your model because she hasn't finished all the things that she's going to do. Mm-hmm. But Christian's like, look, take a look at this. Isn't it so clean and simple? Look at the way it is. And and I and Chastity looks like she's like, yeah, 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 but I'm not finished yet. He's like, no, but that's the point stop Mm -hmm. like stop Mm -hmm. and she goes well what do you mean stop she's like well the amount of beating that you are gonna do just reduce that by like 95 percent just just reduce Mm -hmm. it and um i I, again you can kind of see that chastity's not gonna do this so uh and she doesn't she continues to beat Mm -hmm. the hell out of this dress (laughs) so um but yeah but but that's pretty much it is there anything else with this model fitting um, I mean, that goes on. Christian is giving very, very specific suggestions, like mm-hmm. in the way that we've talked about before. Like it's it's um, it's not a hmm. you might want to think about this. Yeah. It's like this thing should be cut here or what, you know, like. Yeah, it's it's much more. Um, directed, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And again, he's he's very very intelligent. It's just a very different vibe from uh, from Tim. Oh yeah, totally. And especially at the end where he's saying goodnight to everyone, and everyone's like near tears and screaming at him like, "I'm scared! I'm scared!" He's like, "You guys will be great. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you tomorrow." And they're like, "But wait, wait!" And like, "No, no, no! I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Bye." You're like done. Um, so it's just like, it's just really, really, uh, you know, run away from those emotions. Right. But okay. So next day is runway day. It is the last celery day. Oh, today is the last celery day. Whoops. Um, they, they do their, you know, bittersweet Mm -hmm. clinging of the nasty juice and then they go (laughs) back into the workroom and, um, they have their, final things going on and while they're running around like chickens with their heads cut off christian comes in and goes guys i have to repeat the prizes per contractual obligation (laughs) he goes okay first thing a quarter of a million dollars supplied by pilot friction erasable (laughs) pins remember they save lives and then all the ladies are like yeah yeah whatever two a feature in Elle magazine. They go, 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then three, a career changing membership with CFDA. They're like, yes, yes. It's like they're, they're like riled up by the end. Like, give it all to me. Yes. They care the least about the money because it's, you know, from pilot frictionless erasable pins. Anyway. Um, all right. It is true when you think about like, okay, the, the, um, when you think about the number of times Tim has, Tim went, designers, could we, could you all just gather around for a second? I just, I want you to know how immensely proud I am of all of you. I, like, like, like the, that would be as opposed, as opposed to Christian, like, all right, well, if you work hard tonight, just remember you have two and a half hours tomorrow. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, hair and makeup. And like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so dry. Anyway. So yeah. we, speaking of hair and makeup, um, I was bothered by how intricate this time was in hair and makeup. And I was like, why are we spending so much time in Maybelline? What's going on? And it's because, it's because this is the Sky High Challenge. And by the way, Maybelline has a new product called Sky High. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> what? What? I mean... Because a guy who was doing the Maybelline thing was looking at, I mean, Chastity looks amazing. All of them look amazing, but Chastity is wearing yeah. like the talking head outfit that I've been waiting to see in real life. This mm -hmm. intricately beaded like applique top that obviously she made. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, he, she comes in and he's like, oh my God, I want what you're wearing. And I'm like, so do I. And then I yeah. love the interaction and I realized sky high, uh, eyeliner, blah, blah. I was like, oh, come on, come on. This is a commercial. All right, mm -hmm. let's move on. Anyway. So that's that. Anyway, um, want to go to the runway? Let's go. Let's go to the runway. So, um, listeners, this is where you can check in your show notes for this week's cheat sheet that is in runway order. And I swear the images are accurate. I got them from the um, uh, each designer's Instagram accounts. <laughs> so I know they're real. <laughs> <laughs> we do also have there's there we do have a little bit more Christian harassing chastity. Oh, uh, do you at the talk last about that? minute. I don't. Think I mean, I, yeah, uh, you know, she's kind of okay it, they, with it. They sort of previewed it before. Yes, it's there's definitely like the way to survive Christian is to tease back. Yes, clearly. Yeah, but it's but still it's like, <laughs> really, what else do you think you're going to get at? Although. I guess it's that thing of like, okay, really, you have to look at all this stuff. You really have to like, you, yes, you don't want to send her out yeah, and not able to walk or anything like that. Um, yeah. but it, but still it's a, it's a little, it, it feels rough it's at that moment. I, yeah. I wanted to, you know, not punch, but maybe shove someone through my TV screen, mm -hmm. just like shove them away. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So anyway, let's go to the runway. So we make it to the runway. And uh, look, look who's here. Our former normie. Uh-huh. Uh, Carly Kloss is here. Yeah. For the penultimate episode, our former yes. host. And um, I, I just want to point out that um, our, um, that 
remember at the beginning of the season we had we heard that she was coming back for <laughs> um like, like a guest spot or something well guest judgings yes. i swear that when they when they announced her it was like multiple like yes. it was not like she's one. only gonna be here for one yes i thought it would be like a feature where it's like oh here's carly here and here's carly right. there and no yeah. no last one it's just, nope. just one episode we're done maybe nope. she'll be back for the finale but i doubt it i doubt it i think i think that the maybe in the crowd um <laughs> yeah, i think that yeah. the i i I think there was definitely some contract stuff there. Oh. That was like, hmm. um, I'm sorry, Carly, we have you contracted for this season. Mm. You have to show up. Okay. Yes. So, you know, you mean if it weren't for the contract, we would never have seen Carly period. It, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, so, well, what's really interesting to have Carly here after not seeing her all season is that uh, she doesn't know that the designers dress to the Super Nines every single runway. Yes. And so she goes, oh. And so so out they come and like, oh, um, I'm saying something brand new. Look, this could be like a runway right here. And all the other normals are like, every week they dress <laughs> yes. like this. Every yeah. week they look like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No. You're you, you're too late for the patties. We've already done it. Okay, you missed it. Um, all right. So, uh, so Brandon introduces Carly as a supermodel, entrepreneur, and on a mission to empower young girls everywhere. And she's ours. <laughs> I wore a suit for the occasion. It's Carly Kloss. <laughs> what? What? I mean. If you are a young woman who has been empowered by Carly Claus, please get in touch with us. Please do. At the at the workroom at gmail.com. Oh man. Um I mean it's a lot. You know, anodyne is a word in the English language. <laughs> I'm telling you, um meaningful, meaningful things. These are these are so meaningful. You know, yes, I, you know, right? It's yes. It, yes. It's very easy to dunk on Carly, and and, uh, and I, it, you know, so I, I do great, enjoy it, but I- I had a great time dunking on like, her face and her responses to everybody um, and her platitudes. Like, she loves mm, a platitude, loves it. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, let's, let's get to business. First up, we have Coral. Um, yep. with, with Mimi. Mimi. Yes. And I have to say- uh, so the music starts, a little party never hurt nobody, doom, doom. But this is also the loudest <laughs> runway that we've ever had because mm-hmm. everyone's just like, yes, Mimi. Oh, my gosh. Work at Mimi. Amazing, Mimi. This is Nina Garcia. This is Carly yeah. Kloss. This is Elaine. Everyone is talking at this yeah. model on this runway. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> it's it's so strange to me. <laughs> so, um, I mean, Mimi looks great. This is... Um, uh, Coral's outfit, and uh, you know, I I'll we talk to we talk to everyone uh, for this one. I don't know if you, if you want to incorporate what the judges say or. Yeah, we can go through it. I yeah. mean, I I um, I I personally really like it. Yeah. I think um I you know it's uh, 
it does that thing of being um, casual yet thoughtful. Yeah. Um, the the judges are very relieved that she finally made like the macrame into a you know into a top. Yes. Like that it's not just an embellishment. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I, I kind of thought how she used the trim was really smart because mm -hmm. um, this is something that Carly asked, like, is this a textile that you made? Or mm -hmm. is this something that you like crinkled? Blah, 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 you know, like a lot of work in one day. But um, I think it, it's just a smart, ambitious outfit, but also smart in a way where the chiffon has an effect of not being cliche. And this yeah. like, like it's doing a trick and to hide things, or it feels like a, a, a very um, integrated outfit that could have been done well in one day. Yes. I will say this. I, I will say this now, like unless you're like future unconventional materials mm -hmm. contestants, unless you can handle the material the way that Coral can like stay away from rope, stay yes. away from string, yes. stay away. Like, like, Unless you can really, you know, bring some versatility to it, stay away from it. Yeah. I mean, because the skill that she showed um, on here and and we had um, one of our wonderful listeners on on uh, Instagram sent like a more ambitious ideas about macrame. Um, uh, like like there are examples of designers out there who are using macrame. Um, mm -hmm. But again, like they don't have the time for for this. And so that's why I think it is it's really wonderful that she did something that shows her skill because I was kind mm -hmm. of thinking, you know, you learn this during lockdown. Okay. You're not that great yet. It's just like someone who's just starting to learn to knit or to crochet. And so you only have a few stitches under, um, under your belt. And so, especially in a time constrained tele, you know, televised situation, then you're not really able to do that much except for the basic things. And yeah. I think that this is like a basic macrame stitch, but she is able to to make this into a, a functioning garment and and design it in a way that, um, uh, yeah, just looks it just looks amazing. It looks mm -hmm. well designed. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know I am a child of the '60s and '70s. I I you know I spent a fair amount of time like making pot holders for you know making making hanging plant holders and and other macrame <laughs> items um so i you know i know my way around it a little bit and yeah. and she does it well yeah it's amazing yeah um all right so next we have christina mm -hmm. and christina 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 has the model loose um loose elizy and also has a reveal, and again, um, on top of that, uh, she um, is reincorporating a new version of the paper bag accessory. Right. Um, this Ameri flag Americana. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just way too similar to two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, with Adriana, or Ariana, I think Ariana is, is yeah. the girl's name. And that and outfit the I didn't understand, this one, I got a little bit better but i i just but not really. and and another look before it and yes. the 
And the shirting, like the thing of Christina's that I really liked, the piece that she made that Mimi wore, that was the really sort of tailored dress shirt um, in the, with the blue and white stripes. Okay. You know, that is sort of, that, that's sort of asymmetrical and. Mm -hmm. um, this is terrible. I, I can't ever really remember Christina's outfits. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, well. With good, with good reason. I, however, don't think that the jeans look like. I think the the. I also I think the reveal is really similar to the reveal, mm -hmm. on 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 Adriana. It's the same thing again. It's this yeah. half shirt. Yeah. Um, and then she, you know, she sort of demonstrates to the judges that it can become a dress. Yeah. And that it can come off, and it's like, and and, you know. I wish that um, she had done more with the bag. Like, I don't think that the jeans are so, are such a great fit. Mm. Yeah. And and I hate that color denim. <laughs> I, you know, and I remember, oh gosh, I can't remember uh, it's specifically so, but there was a denim challenge. It, this is what really bothered me. There's a denim challenge, I think last season where someone used pink. Mm. And it didn't look like denim. And so then they got knocked for it, even though it was a denim. Mm. And so here we have Christina choosing baby blue. And mm. um, Brandon gets on her a little bit for calling them jeans when they don't mm -hmm. have like certain elements, I guess, like technically they're not jeans because they're missing. Right. They don't they don't have a fly. They, yeah. They, they don't have a front zipper. They have a side zipper. Right. Right. So, um, so I, I thought it was really interesting that they were okay with this, um, this color, but I also feel like Christina is in a time where oversized is in again. I'll just say like, I've had the hardest time finding a coat again. Like I had a coat fiasco with an oversized. Oh, well, we'll, we'll have to talk about this. We'll talk. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 on the other <laughs> hand, I'm fine with like oversized. You remember that I was like all all in on Octavio. I mean, yes, um, yes, yes, you were. Yes. But um but uh you know, Nina is like saying to Christina like ver at your clothes are so versatile and versatility is the you know, um is the superpower for today's busy woman and I'm like, you know, how ver how versatile is it to have all of these ungapachka um tassels hanging off of you everywhere yeah it's like like stuff that gets caught indoors and things that you sit on and yeah. the, you know things that you step on it's like yeah and i and even the reveal here with taking off this outer garment piece I, it, in, a, in a way i'm like why would i want to take that off mm -hmm. like I, I and i get like wanting to have just the bando top but also what am i going to do with this very long drapey top i'm going to stuff it in my paper bag purse or right. um right. It, it, it is an outfit in and of itself but then you have to kind of figure out what to do with it it's not a, it's not a jacket it's not functioning like yeah. a cardigan and so i can't really just wrap it around my waist and, yeah. and go off with it so i also would just say like try carrying a rolled up paper bag around <laughs> as your <laughs> as your purse because it's like a bag that doesn't close itself and that doesn't have handles <laughs> is really frustrating in the long it, run. It also, in, in, it, it, my hand hurts looking at it. Just saying. My <laughs> anyway. hand hurts looking at it. 
Um, we we uh, it's a casual. We, should all, we we all know where I stand on on Christina yes, yes, at this yeah. point. Um, um, all right. So who's who's next? Is next it is Chantal. Chantal. Um, with model Dee Dee. And again, we get this hooting and hollering. So from the judges. Work, Dee Dee. Work. Right. <laughs> We get, we get, <laughs> Didi, Didi, can you hear us? We're, we're, you know, we're, we're colonizing the, the cultural production of queer black women. I'm telling you, like, it's just like, and he's yeah, like, queer right. and trans women right. of color. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. At least we didn't. At least we didn't hear a Yas Queen. I was wait. I specifically didn't it, write I that because I didn't hear yeah. it. Yeah. There's a there's a bit of a distinction. Yeah, we hear we see Elaine um, turn to Carly and go like, "I would buy that whole ensemble." Yes. And I'm like, "Wait a minute! Why are we getting this edit? Yes. Like what? Like what is going on here?" And then yes. And then I figure out why we get it. Um, but um, but it's that it's really strange. It's so, really really. Anyway, uh, I'm just like I think it's like kind of like inappropriate for the judges. Anyway, so yes. so so that behavior aside, yes. what do you think of the outfit? Okay, I also have to say, Dee Dee is the best peplum model ever. Yes, hands down. Yes. Um, I I would never have thought because i was just like seriously do you have to really twirl that thing so much and i'm like well maybe you do the the more i watch this runway mm-hmm. the more i'm like i don't mm-hmm. think i've ever seen anyone really model a peplum like this and then also just kind of bring in the after show there's fog on this runway and the models were just following falling left and right and so yeah. for dd be doing to be doing twirls is yeah. extraordinary first of all um second of all I, 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 okay. It wasn't the best tailored, um, outfit. It was a little Mm. loose. And I kind of think that alongside the first, uh, suit that Chantal made, it was disappointing Mm -hmm. in how, um, how loosely and how ill-fitting it was. Like it could have been better tailored for the amount of ambition that was going into it. I'm just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. it's great that you're going there, but it doesn't look great. And so, um, I, I, but I liked the slits and I liked what was going on with, um, with the size of the pants. With the pants, yes. And um, I just wish that the top fit better. I just, I, because I knew there was something going on there and I just didn't get there. I mean, me. to me, that's like if there was a second model fitting. Yeah. Like if there really was a day two on this challenge. Yeah. I, because when you think about the other things that Chantal has made. Mm-hmm. Aside from that first pink suit, yeah, that it is like so fitted and immaculate. So well and done. I and I can't, you know, I I would have to believe that this is like, it's a one day thing, so it's kind of wild that she's doing this. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Brandon says, and that's the one thing that um, I really appreciate that they recognize that where they see this and they're able to kind of clock what she's trying to do Mm -hmm. and, and kind of factor that in because I'm like, and that's what she said, and which is wonderful to see where she's like, the patterns aren't, aren't hard. 
Um, it's just that putting them together and, and fitting them into a garment. She kind of did, um, oh, like in, in a way, like Coral executed um, a, a very intense design more smartly, I think, than Chantal did. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of them were just kind of in, a, in the same vein as Coral, like shooting for the stars, which is mm-hmm. the aim of this sky high uh, yeah. challenge anyway. Um, all right. Ready for Chastity? Yes. Okay. We have Chastity and Sarah. And I'll say I did not like this dress, but this runway gave me chills because this, <laughs> because the way they're filming this runway, it's my favorite. I just love mm-hmm. the slow motion. And of course there are only four garments, so they go all out and this right. is great for putting the cheat sheet together, but I don't need it now because I found mm-hmm. these online, but I loved all of the looks of the garment. Um, but I did not like this outfit. I was really disappointed at how shiny it was. So here's a thing that um, that comes up in, um, in Drag Race mm-hmm. a lot, that there's, that there really are different types of drag queens. Mm-hmm. And one whole type of drag queen and branch of drag queen is pageant queen and and chastity kind of is a pageant queen like this is a pageant dress yeah you know um and 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 that's the thing i think with her is that it's it's like it's correct it looks rich it's like like when you were on the stage at the pageant it's like you know, nobody can find anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's it's very much that. And I think the judges kind of get on her about that. They're like, yeah. um, they're, you know, it's like, okay, this is, you know, you have to really, really screw up a black dress for it not to look good on the runway. So yeah. this is kind of safe. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and and it's interesting. I think the person who tends to be hardest on on Chastity is um, Elaine. Yeah. You know, and I think she's always on her to be like, be wilder, be. Yeah. You know, you you have these things that you want to celebrate, but why do these traditional things? Yeah. With it. Yeah, that's a really good thing to think about. Because I, th- I, I think placing Chastity in that pageant queen, uh, or pageant, yeah, pageant queen or or, or pageant lane. Um, mm-hmm. Also, just in terms of the geography, going back to pointing out Houston and Texas, and and we've had other designers from Texas on mm-hmm. the show who were vi- all out pageant designers, and and mm-hmm. um. Are, are more blatantly that way. And so um, I noticed that too with, with Elaine calling out the, the color and also it being dated. And Nina is the one who's so adamantly behind Chastity and, and kind of looking yeah. at what I would, which is really strange to me because Elaine um, brings up the, sh- the shoulders as being one of the things that, that dates it, the shoulders the sh- and the shininess and the, um, the, the sheerness. So like the, the, the patches of sheer and all those other things that I did not like 
um, Elaine points out as being what dates it. But for Nina, she's like, oh, the shoulders are so strong. This powerful woman stomping out of the pandemic into another pandemic. But anyway, so yeah. um, but so that idea of this holding on to what I do think is like a like a very cliche design element, which is this like these power shoulders. Um, Elaine being critical is sort of like, oh, man, like I find myself sometimes frustrated <laughs> with students where I'm like, why are you using black? Why? In an in in equivalent where I'm like, I know right. you want to celebrate blackness and I, I know yeah. you want to celebrate that color, but you don't have to use that color to do so. And also in this, you know, um, uh, this final uh, go where they're looking at what you're wearing and they see where you are able to go. Like Chastity has looked amazing every single runway and wears these more modern looking clothes on her own person. And I always feel like that's a death knell when the judges are looking at what you're wearing and would prefer to see that. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Yeah. So, yeah, good to be reminded of that. Yeah. And I and I think that there is um, it, it you know Chastity ties it all in with her whole story about you know her own her own struggles with depression mm-hmm. you know in 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 the you know in and talking about how everything kind of collapsed for so many folks yeah you know and for her business specifically because of what her business was. Mm-hmm. Right um, based around um, that the, that wasn't happening during the pandemic and how desperate things became. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, yes, there is like a really interesting, amazing story there. But, but the, the presentation and about how to react to that is so polite. Mm-hmm that it barely makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, you mean um, in terms of the critique of, in terms of her work, in terms of, in terms of the work that she generated out of that. Yeah. 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 Like if you're coming roaring out of depression into like bursting out into the world, then why are you wearing like a very elegantly tailored black dress with a beaded bodice and like, discrete cutouts yeah um one of the other words that elaine used in describing this was classic and Mm -hmm. that also is i i yeah i just kind of in thinking about it like chastity um in how she speaks about her clothes there is this disconnect right and i you know i'm the the word that comes to mind is um is like a, a bit of dissonance but also mm-hmm. you know the real effects of of um the pandemic and especially you know we've we've heard from the other designers like how traumatic that was is like this um this trauma and so yeah even though chastity is trying to like will herself or 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 speak out in terms of these things that she wants her designs to be there's right. a lot of there's a lot of blocking what that actually could look like and how they could translate. Yeah. yeah, in part because, like, think about chastity paired with Praché, mm-hmm. where Praché is not afraid to make a mess. Yeah, yeah. 
you yeah. know, and it didn't always work out. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are times when Praje is like super polite and super church lady, mm -hmm. um, and in his designs, but he's also willing to make a mess Yeah, when he's angry or sad or yeah. exuberant or, you know, talking about power. And I think that's, she, I think she hasn't quite, it's not something that she's necessarily had to develop in terms of making her business successful. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So, okay. So critiques wrap up. Anything um, else you need to say about that or? Not really. Just kind of a, you know, um, I'm trying to. We get, we get a very full critique from the, from the judges for each one of them. Really full. And, uh, and then Carly goes, um, Carly, Carly, like, you know, hits the switch that clicks her into host mode and goes like, well, you've given us a lot to think about, and this is going to be a really <laughs> difficult decision. And I just want to thank you. This is going to be so tough. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to make this decision. Oh, right. And know? then, and then Brandon is like, okay, so, um, okay, so this is a lot. So we have to chat. And then does something that I've never seen before on Project I, Runway. Okay, so they do not dismiss the designers. I was so confused. Brandon just gets up and puts the scorecards over his mouth and whispers something to each of the other judges in front of the designers. Yeah. And then sits back down and says, we've made our decision. And I'm just like, wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Mm -hmm. So it, it was so weird. So Ernest, who's going? Who is going to New York Fashion Week, and who's going home? Um, so uh, the people who are going to Fashion Week, um, congratulations, Coral, Christina, mm -hmm. and Chantal, mm -hmm. and Chastity. <laughs> Okay, so here's my here's my theory on why we got all of that. Like, you go, Dee Dee, you work, girl. Um, I would buy that whole ensemble. Like, we got all of those cutaways uh -huh. because there was not going to be any behind the scenes. There, there wasn't going to be any like time for the judges to say that sort of stuff. But why? Uh, with the designers not in front of them, right? That's that's why we saw all of that stuff okay. because because there wasn't going to be the judges' intimate talk amongst themselves. Okay. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So so, so four designers are going to present collections. Four designers are going. They get ten thousand dollars in five months. Yeah. Which is that is a return to form, right? Think yes. This this is that's bra that's one point bravo. That's original yeah. bravo. Where they got up yeah. to six months at, at a time. Yeah. Um, not these six weeks like Lifetime would like to do. Yeah. You know? So um they and they all get parting words, which I also thought were mm -hmm. very pointed pointed and and great. So they tell Chantal, We have questions about your aesthetic. So just show mm -hmm. us who you are. Basically, you can do so many things. Just like give us your signatures, 
mm-hmm. for chastity. They're like, you have great talent, but we want to see the clothes that you wear. Mm-hmm. Not the clothes that you've made on your models, like the clothes that you wear. We want to see that. For Christina, you've given us modular dressing, relevant designs that feel like we're getting uh, a look into the future, but give us something that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop repeating yourself. Yes. And then for Coral, they're like, we've seen uh, the macrame and we've seen your looks that are that reference your roots and we mm-hmm. see what comes from your craft. But we've also seen your tailoring and the very elevated ideas that you have. So, and Nina goes, I know that the well is deep. I just want you to go there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, like, like poetry anyway. And then um, Carly, of course, has to go. She goes, um, as my best friend, Brandon Maxwell would say, lean into he- whoever the hell you are. You mm-hmm. know, Zoolander, Zoolander face. Like she had like a lot of Zoolander stuff going on. Um, yes. And, and then they, of course, they run backstage and they're screaming. They scream throughout the whole um, t- filming of the after show segment. Yes. Yes. So when they have Brandon and uh, Elaine come out because no one got eliminated to talk to Christian. Right. Right. They're still backstage screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so. Here's the so. So here's. Um, OK, first of all, mm-hmm. it's like it's like. Bravo, just make it a final four, please. Like, stop. No. Stop it. No, no, no. We Don't, have to talk like, about I... them being women. We have to talk <laughs> about how, you know, uh, there's one black woman, there's two Latina women, and then there's Christina. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but I, no, I, no, no, no. I just mean, like, in terms of the structure of the show. Oh, yes. Stop pretending it's going to be three. Yeah, yeah. Just do four. Like, we don't care. Like, like the second that Brandon stood up, I was like, well, yeah, duh. They're not going to cut somebody. No. And after they made Chastity cry on the runway, there's no way they can eliminate her after they made her talk about Mm -hmm. um, and and make that speech and and essentially to to create an emotional moment. Like, they could not. Um, yeah. Right, and I'm I'm really happy that there's not another stupid challenge, like another moment where like we only can have three. So you know Heidi's right. not here to make the last final cut. Right. So, so all now you're the motor show. Right. So now you have to like take a, you know, take a dress you somebody else was sent home for and like mm-hmm. redo it in <laughs> two minutes into like something else. <laughs> I mean, all of the all of the like the last minute things that they that they've had them do on the yes, show. Yes, yes. So, but it's like stop pretending. Just say there's four. Just say that you're gonna that, that it's a final four. I would love it's like not, it's not bad. I know, and I would love a final four where maybe we get to spend an entire episode where we just are you know they're finishing up where there's no runway, but it's all mm-hmm. the workroom. Or something like it's it's a we we follow them we follow Christian mm-hmm. and then we have kind of like what they used to do. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's totally fine. We don't have to have this because you know and, yeah. I, and I'll say that I I was on Twitter um, uh, during this episode and um, there were some some people watching it going like is this a stunt is this a stunt and so it it kind of muddies the waters a little bit because even in the after show. Christian, I think, leaned into the producers don't make us do anything. The producers didn't make you choose four, right? Oh, like, that was 
Well, that was Brandon. So, okay, so yeah. shall we get, let, like, let's go yeah, to the let's, after show. Let's go into it. Um, because um, this episode of it redeemed the after show for me. Okay. <laughs> like, like it, this episode had so much petulant Christian, like. It was so good. How are how are people not paying it? This is my show. How are people not paying attention to me <laughs> at this moment? And then we got like Elaine and and Brandon, who you know had probably had a little celebratory drink before they like you know got onto Christian's thing. Although probably they shoot that. It seems like they shoot that show like right away. Yes. Like, they like, do. They just was like, okay, well, we're going to be striking set, so we don't have time to do another day of shooting. We like everybody's leaving now. Yes. So we're so we're just going to bring everybody on, and um, this is like the funniest Brandon has ever been. Like, I don't know why <laughs> he feels like he has to be so buttoned up otherwise, because he was like funny and talking about his boyfriend and like mm -hmm. it, and joking around with Elaine and uh -huh. like it was like do this all season long this I is know great. I know it's weird because I feel like Brandon puts on the whole like I'm a good student I'm I'm like the I'm the 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 daddy designer I'm yeah the mentor yeah. and so then I have to have yeah. this responsibility <laughs> And so, yeah, it's like afterwards, just like, yeah, let me like tell, you know, uh, I think they're married now. It's like, oh, I've got to tell my, got to tell my husband that I'm going to be late because this is happening. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm talking yeah. to Chris. I was like, oh, I'm talking to Christian. And then they talk to each other like, oh my God, like remember that one time, you know, blah, blah. And Christian's like, hello, hello, I'm yeah. here. It's, it's, yeah. and they're not, they're, it's not a, it's not a, an act. That's really how they treat Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So I, I love Yeah, and it. so Brandon does lay it out. Like, no, people think, uh, you know, people think the judges, uh, people think the producers tell us what to do with everything, mm -hmm. and they do not. Yes, yeah. You know. And it's good to hear that. I know people will not believe it, but I will. I'll believe it. I just yeah, have to. Yeah, also, <laughs> let's remember that Christian Siriano is a producer on this show. I know. Oh, oh! <laughs> They said that too. They're just like, you know what? Um, this is uh, so they're like people at home. You don't get to see this when we're deliberating. We're trying to have a conversation, but here comes Christian every 15 minutes bothering us. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Can we have more of this? Yeah. Um, oh, so great. And then, of course, like you can hear all of the designers in the back like, screaming because yeah. they've got all the champagne. Yeah, and then Mimi and Didi come oh, out. Then Mimi and Didi come. Oh. And then we get to see um, a lot of wonderful outtakes. Well, not wonderful. These are actually kind of scary to me. Like just so many, so much footage of the models kind of falling over because there is like fog, which makes the runway kind of slippery. Um, and then they talk about Mimi during the floral challenge. Um. The, not the floral challenge during the, the uh, avant-garde challenge avant yeah the avant-garde challenge wearing project and chastity's dress 
Um, the inside didn't have enough lining because there's like all this wire on the inside. So it was cutting her up. To give it that structure, yeah. yeah. And she and she just kept going. God. Like there like that shot of her with the medic. <laughs> like literally with a medic. <laughs> and posing. To, yeah. I mean, to like never yeah. never never ending. Like just but all was red, but the, she was so red. Was that the the challenge where um, Billy Porter was like, well, yes, but she can't, she can't walk in it. And, and, oh um, gosh, and Mimi that? was like, I can walk in it. Not on, not, not on this stage. Yes. That is the one. Wow. That's also, <laughs> I mean, that is so it's like, also, so it's like, oh yeah, God. Billy Porter, you get up here and like have his fucking wires cutting I mean, into you that's and see how much where, you walk. Where she did that like amazing backbends. Like she was yeah. moving and like yeah. moving her body in that. And I, I just, wow. I forgot about the walk off. Completely forgot about the walk off. <laughs> she got off of the runway and yeah. wow. I, you know, yeah. extraordinary, just freaking extraordinary. Um, and then Dee Dee, we see Dee Dee falling. Um, and, yes. And and also explaining like you know to do these twirls on this runway is kind of no feat, but she, but they're like, but I had to do it because I wanted to mm-hmm. do my twirls and show off this pebble. And I was like, mm-hmm. bravo! Oh my god! Like y'all are yeah amazing. So yeah. that was, I mean, it was the most fun um, watching this uh, that after show. Um, but yeah, but kind of getting Definitely. to see behind the scenes. And also we got to see um, stuff almost fall on Christian. Like there are those outtakes of Christian trying to give a critique to someone and the divider yeah. falling. And you're like, do I, do I continue talking to Coral and berating her about color? Yeah. Or should yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I do have a final, some final hot takes from, from a couple listeners. And um Oh goodness! Let me turn this off. Whoops! Uh, my phone is making sounds. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's fine. What, I got some notice from another podcast that I listen to because they're going. They're, there's these. Uh, you know, shout out to like um, 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 other wonderful, amazing listeners who uh, listen to Watch What Crappens because they're doing a tour. Um, like the, the hardest working people in podcasting, they're doing a tour and on Monday nights, they go and do this live thing where you can like, you know, call in on Spotify and I have a notice oh that just went off. I'm like, I can't believe they're actually doing that. They're on tour. And that's re- anyway, um, shout out to them. They're so great, but okay. You, our listeners are really great. And so, mm-hmm. um, we have, um, a hot take from a new listener, um, uh, who says, let me get your name because I, I believe I put your name down here and I want to say that your name is Herman and I do believe your name is Herman. Yes. From Herman. And so Herman writes, um, let's see here. First off, let me say, I love, love, love the pod. The three of you remind me of so much of our friends and the kinds of discussions and views we share. My wife and I are both artists. She's a choreographer, visual artist, and I'm a sound designer, producer, engineer. And awesome. I, and I so appreciate perspectives on historical matters as well as behind the scenes production details. A few hot takes. Agreed about being weary of the casting of Chantal as some kind of cold villain. She's flat out amazing, smart, and a visionary. Mm. She knows how to design and make things and knows how much time she'll need. Uh, 
Yeah, she does. Even if like it doesn't come mm-hmm. out looking amazing. Um, and, and Herman continues that piece she created with the concept of design for the non-binary body was lovely. She knew that she didn't have time to perfect all the finishing details, but the concept and execution was strong. I'm rooting mm-hmm. for her to win the whole thing. Also, I was pretty floored by Coral's piece this week. The structure and asymmetry was really great. I know she leans too heavily on the macrame technique, but this piece was very impressive to me. And the after show this week was kind of amazing. To have both Didi and Mimi as guests was pretty historic, and the peak behind the judging was enlightening. I cynically hold slash held the belief that they all knew all along that they were going to advance all four to Fashion Week, although Elaine and Brandon mm. claim that the producers have no no say. I don't fully believe it. I, you know, I get it. I get it, Herman. I, I do. Um, and then, again, finally, as a sound designer, I like to point out the interesting difference between the noisy after show and the slicked up final production mix of proper episodes. When they mm. play back portions of the runway, it's a pretty striking difference hearing it without the cleaned up dialogue and ever present mood signaling music. Maybe watch the after show again with that in mind. Um, I know that was a lot for a first letter. It's okay. Um, yeah, uh, no, that's yeah, the stuff we love. This is great. Um, thanks, Herman. And then our last one is from Alicia. So Alicia says, thank you all so much for encouraging us to send in our takes to you. I don't have anyone to talk Project Runway with. So thank you for doing <sighs> that. So Alicia, <laughs> you, we are we are there for you. We're here. Yes. Yes. So yes. Alicia goes on. I love Christian. He is a wonderful designer and I like him on the show. But his personal fashion is Ha 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 ha. Questionable. <laughs> maybe we should leave him in the back. Or no, Alicia, maybe. No, sorry. You're Alicia's speaking my language. <laughs> oh, oh, go more, more. Alicia goes, maybe we should leave him in black. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> I may be biased, but I felt like the CFDA ladies should have told Christina to streamline and think about signature pieces and not Chantal. I think Chantal has totally proven who she is as a, as a designer. Um, Chastity and Coral stepped it up this challenge. Chastity was my favorite look. I do think Coral should have considered how that color would have translated on her model and on the runway more. It got completely washed out. Um, mm. I came into this episode saying Christina should go home, and I stand by that. She's done that outfit before, just in different patterns. Oh. Those pants were big and baggy in all the wrong ways, and the big bulky shoe made it worse. I can't believe the judges were eating it up, but nitpicked at the other designers. Unbelievable. It's cool that they all get to go, I guess. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks, Alicia. <laughs> Alicia, you have my heart. This is, I mean, yes. Every, you know, I, I have nothing else to say except yeah. you are exactly right in all of these, in all of these opinions. Yeah. I do think it is a weird thing because the CFDA folks came in and saw something that was never really meant to be a collection. Yes. Like they saw their successful responses to challenges. Mm-hmm. And so I it's a very weird thing to see that as sort of, okay, so how does all of this represent you? It's like, well, it, it kind of represents the fact that I 
past all these hurdles, but it doesn't, <laughs> it's like, it's not anything that I would have like sat down and like designed all together. That's yeah. a kind of weird thing about it. Yeah. So as a snapshot of who the designers are, it's, it's a weird thing to be basing it on. Yeah. But I agree with you that I don't, I, there, yeah, there's, it's, um, so what they were thinking, what they saw in, um, in Christina and saw in Chantal, I think is maybe very different than what we, cause we know how those garments all got there. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, um they should ask us. <laughs> 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 they should ask their fans. They should ask the viewers. I mean, there can be something, there can be something really great in having a fresh pair of eyes come in and just look at a random bunch of your work and go like, oh, you're this type of artist. Mm -hmm. That can actually give you like a a different sense of who you are because we all get so embedded in the specific narrative of why the things we make look the way that they do. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. I I get the value of that. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. Amazing. Amazing points. Um, uh, thank you to everyone who wrote in. Uh, thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. And um, yeah. Really, really um, wonderful. Feel free, feel free to do more. Um, well, so that's the end of this episode. Nayland, do you have anything to share? And can you remind our listeners how they can find you? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Nayland Blake. And you can find me online at www.nalenblake.net. Um, and uh, above and beyond that, I mean, please do reach out with stuff about the about the show. I'm happy to I'm happy to talk to folks Yay. about that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. And um, you can... And Ernez, where can people find you? You can find me, you know, uh, at Workroom Things on Instagram and Facebook and on the interwebs at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E and on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And uh, that's it. Um, Yeah. Um, Please, uh, please give a listen to um, our... I, I, our other favorite podcasts, um, uh, <laughs> Linoleum Knife, <laughs> a podcast of the cinema, and um, and and what is it? Watch what trap? What? What's uh, the one? That- watch what crappens. Watch what crappens. Okay. Crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, there. Yeah, it's 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 so. This is their tenth. I think their tenth uh, year. Their tenth anniversary tour that they're doing. Right, right on. Now. And so I know there are some listeners who do know of them and uh, probably maybe uh, ventured out to see them live. Um, but also, I, uh, Nalan, you're laughing at me because when you talk about I forget that you can see me. So we're we are on video. <laughs> and I get so excited thinking about Linoleum Knife because I, I really <laughs> love that podcast, too. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so I, I get really excited about other podcasts, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, that's, that's all there is. So listeners, um, we, we hope that y'all are doing okay. Um, where, wherever their, you know, weather is like we've, 
just comes yeah. through Storm Keenan. And so do we think so are we thinking it's a are, it's a two episode finale or one episode finale? Yeah, I'm going to have to check in on that. I'm hoping that it's a two episode finale because again, when Christian's like see you in two months, but we all know that the world kind of changed a lot um in those two months. So I'm hoping that that Christian was actually able to travel um to wherever the mm. designers are to see them. And um, that will be its own. And then um, I'm going to confirm that there's no, because I was really hoping for a reunion episode for that to be one of our um, our bonus catch-ups. Um, ah. But we'll see. We'll see. So um, I do believe that the, um, um, I think next week might be the, the two-parter, but um, we'll see when we get there. And so um, for our finale, um, uh, we will, be back. We're going to, I'm going to aim for the dream three. So our finale episode uh, will be me, Nalan and Patricia to talk yes. about this dream four. So yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, listeners, uh, take care of yourselves and one another and, and, you know, uh, take care as best as possible. And then until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>